0: This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Lara Corey. Lara is the Chief Transformation Officer at the Children's Hospital Los Angeles CHLA. Um, magnificent system. She can talk to us about the role of Chief Transformation Officer, key focuses, what that means today, and a lot more. Lara, can you take a moment to introduce yourself?
1: Sure. Thanks so much for having me on, Scott. It's really great to talk to you today. So um, as you mentioned, I'm Executive Vice President and Chief Strategy and Transformation Officer here at Children's Hospital Los Angeles. Um, I'm excited because I just marked my sixth anniversary at at Children's Hospital, and it's been such a great um, opportunity to be here. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about my role later, but I've got a pretty wide scope of responsibility um, focusing on growth and our service lines, um, external and government relations, Uh, responsibility for our innovation studio as well as uh, research administration and a few other things. I like to say I have the best job at Children's Hospital Los Angeles. Uh, I've been working in healthcare for most of my life. I talk about my origin story as growing up in my dad's ophthalmology practice, uh, which my mother ran. So she was my first uh, healthcare administration uh, role model. Um, I worked in uh, health philanthropy after I finished my undergraduate studies and then moved right into academic medicine after I got my MBA and my master's in public health at Columbia University. Um, I've been working in children's health for about a decade and a half. I started my career in pediatric health care at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia and then moved to Boston Children's Hospital for a number of years. And now I'm here at Children's Hospital Los Angeles. So a real opportunity to work at some of the nation's best children's hospitals. So uh, that's how I found myself in
0: this role of a strategy officer. And let me ask you a question. You had, um, you know, did an MBA at one point in accounting and management. Did you ever think that would lead you to such a fascinating world in children's health care? I mean, it, it seems almost disconnected, but what a magnificent CHOP, Boston Children's, CHLA, what a magnificent career. At what point did you realize that somehow or another you'd be sort of in the children's health world forever?
1: Well, so it kind of came together in a couple of ways. So when I got my MBA, I also got my master's in public health, and it was a time when uh, MBA programs didn't have a substantial focus on healthcare as a track. And so I wanted to bring those two worlds together. And one of the things that I knew is that we needed to bring as much management acumen to uh, running the U.S. healthcare system. And so for me, I was always focused on healthcare, but I wanted to bring a really uh, rigorous skill set to the work that I. Do. Uh, And then when I um, had the opportunity to start working in child health uh, in Philadelphia to begin with, it really was um, such a magical place being able to bring together business and public health and doing it to advance uh, the mission of focusing on children and families. And I like to say that I um, uh, started in child health and and, uh, haven't left because I can't imagine doing anything better.
0: Talk about the role of chief transformation officer. It's a role that really didn't exist in most organizations up to the last five or 10 years or so at at best. What does that role mean and what, what do you do as chief transformation officer?
1: well you're right you know it is a new role uh, in general and it's especially a new role here at children's Hospital Los Angeles we've not had somebody uh, in this role before and you know uh, the need for us to think about as organizations and and I'm at a century old organization so we have a lot of tradition in um, in many of the organizations that we work in and as we face the reality of you know, unending change as we acknowledge that we've got many generations in our workforce. And as we think about how we integrate innovation and new thinking, you know, learning from other industries, really stepping up to meet the challenge of healthcare in the current environment, as well as having a patient-family-centered approach, we wanted to have somebody in a role who was really focused on large-scale execution, in moving the entire organization in new directions, in identifying opportunities and advancing our strategic priorities in a way that allows our team members and our physician faculty to embrace change and get excited about the future and and make sure that we are bringing to everything that we do a spirit of transformation and optim, op, optimism and and that's wonderful to think about, but actually executing in these complex environments, helping our physicians uh, see what a brighter and better future could look like, especially when you're in a place that's doing pretty well. Um, it's, It's really a call to action for us. And we don't do change and transformation for the sake of it. There's really more that we can do to realize our mission if we're able to rally ourselves and bring everybody forward in a united way.
0: And, and talk about sort of bringing everybody together in the United Way and, and what you think of when you look at your day, your year as Chief Transformation Officer, what's your core focus this year? What do, what do you view as this is what has to be done this year? What's what we're sort of trying to accomplish this year?
1: yeah you know i we I, I think about it in in terms of what we're navigating today and what we're thinking about for the future and so like everybody else right we're in a covid reality and so we're trying to be opportunistic and strategic at the same time uh, we have uh, you know the benefit of seeing our volumes coming back patients and families are kind of returning into in, in ways that uh, we're used to seeing but we're also trying to do it differently so We've got a lot of remote work, and we've got to think about what that looks like in the long term. We've brought a lot of telemedicine into our universe, and so we're doing that right now, but we're also thinking about how do we optimize that for the future. Health equity is a big uh, priority for us in the current environment, and so we're, we're doing a lot of work in that arena. At the same time, we're challenging ourselves to say, what is going to differentiate us in the future? What are some of the strategic advantages that we want to make sure we realize as we move into what we're calling the renewal phase, you know, the post-COVID phase where we get to, to, to uh, really focus on um, uh, new and exciting things. You know, we are, we are very proud to be a top five children's hospital, but that's not enough for us. We want to think about what the next level of performance and uh, meeting our mission looks like for our patients and our families and our team members. And so as we look forward, a big thing that we're focused on is a theme in our strategic plan that we've called impress. And that's really about taking patient family experience and uh, uh, centeredness to the next level. We want to delight and impress our patients and families and our referring providers. So that's an area that we're spending a lot of time and attention on now.
0: And talk for a moment about the U.S. healthcare system. You've had this magnificent vantage point both at CHLA, CHOP, Boston Children's Health, but also a master's in, in, in public health. They talk about what can be done to improve the US healthcare system I and mean, it's a magnificent system. But there's so many challenges and gaps as well. What can be yeah. done to improve the U.S. healthcare system? You
1: know, it's it's really true. We have we have such a unique uh, healthcare system, and 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 on some days I think that we're being generous and calling it a system, right? Um, uh, but gosh, isn't there opportunity for us to reflect on the amazing response that our healthcare systems have had to the current um, uh, crisis that we faced, and also what are the lessons learned? And you know, a lot of us are talking about uh, disparity and Inequities in the way that our healthcare system operates. And, you know, it, it's it's something that's top of mind for so many of us. And, and for me, as somebody who's been working in child health for uh, such a long time, my first thought goes to children. And I would love for us to think about how we move children to the forefront of our healthcare delivery systems, about how we think about taking care of children and families. You know, it's really remarkable, uh, but it's true small investments in children pay big dividends in the long run. And the opportunity for us to step back and think about whether their policies or how we think about care delivery, how we think about research and, and education of our, of our caregivers and our care teams, the opportunity for us to do something different and better for children is really going to not only make our health care system better, but it's also going to make our uh, nation better, our economy stronger, uh, family stronger, and um, create new opportunities for for what it means for for children to be growing up in America. And so so for me, um, not surprisingly, probably thinking about children and how we uh, take some of the lessons that we've learned and how we take our call to action coming out of COVID to make sure that we're paying attention to children is really a, a wonderful opportunity.
0: Thank you very much. And you've had this remarkable career and really a three magnificent children's health systems, uh, grew up in a doctor's office. I mean, really a remarkable career. What advice would you give to leaders today? If you had the chance to give advice to leaders, a few points of advice, what would you tell a leader today about how they should be approaching things?
1: Well, I'm happy to share my advice, but I always love receiving a lot of advice, too, because I just think we're all, um, you know, there's nothing um, uh, that has been more revelatory to me in this moment than how important good leadership is. And um, and so it's such a privilege to get to be a leader in healthcare in the U.S. today, and 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 to be at such a great organization like Children's Hospital Los Angeles. So I think a lot about this. Um, you know, one of the the big uh, uh, topics for me, especially as we're doing our transformation work, is is about change. And you know, for us as leaders, we're often kind of positioned in a perch where we have more visibility than uh, the uh, the folks that we're helping move into transformation transformation. transformation and change. And so, so a big uh, piece of advice that I give myself and I would give to others is don't ever underestimate how uh, how much change impacts people. And think carefully when you're advancing change about the implications for folks across the entire organization. Um, rallying people around change and helping them understand the why of it, uh, as well as the how, is just uh, is so essential. You know, we are living in a context with so much complexity and ambiguity. And as leaders, it's our job to make sense of the world for our teams and for those who are following us. And so so don't underestimate uh, the power that you have and the influence that you have in helping people understand and navigate change. So that would be one. Um, uh, and then a second one, which I think is an extension of that notion is, you know, I think we've been called on, uh, especially now, but as leaders um, all the time to bring our humanity to our work and to remember the humanity of others. And so, um, uh, you know, we're we're navigating around inclusion and equity, which are so essential to success and to uh, high performance. And people want to see your humanity and they want their humanity acknowledged. And so I, I always uh, make sure that I'm challenging myself to, to take a moment and not just think about what we're trying to achieve, but what that means for us as individuals, as professionals, as people contributing. To organizations with wonderful missions, as people with families, and um, and so just as a leader, um, you know more than ever, uh, especially our up and coming generations, they're calling on us to uh, engage with and reveal our humanity, and and it's a wonderful opportunity. Uh, it's not always a tradition in the way that we think about leadership, but I think it's going to be more important than ever as we try to uh, lead into into this new world that we know we're having to navigate.
0: When you think about change, when you think about the power to make change, do you also, in making change, constantly try and think about or, or analyze the unexpected consequences? Because it always seems like with every change, there's a ton of unexpected consequences that can be positive or negative. How much time is spent on that type of analysis and assessment?
1: You know it I, it's such a great point, Scott. And I think more than ever, we have to uh, we have to do a few things when we think about these changes. we We have to spend time analyzing the implications. There are times when we're making changes that are that we're choosing, right? And sometimes we're on the receiving end of a change. And especially when we're making choices about changes that we want to make, we've got a way, the implications. Um, and one of the things that I think is really important is engaging with folks across the organization and asking them to participate in understanding what the implications of change are. You know, as much as we try to understand other perspectives, there's no nothing like asking the people that are going to be part of the change, whether they're advancing the change or, or being impacted by the change, what the implications are, and then planning around that. So bringing lots of voices to the table, um, I have found, especially in our culture here at Children's Hospital Los Angeles, is very, very powerful. Not only does it allow us to um, implement change in a more effective way, but it allows us to bring people along in the work. And so it's it's a it's an important role, and I think one that um, is hard to overdo when we think about uh, think about making changes, uh, especially in large organizations ways.
0: Thank you very much. I I want to thank you, Lara, for joining us today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. What a remarkable career and and really remarkable work at CHLA. I mean, I didn't realize up to that high-ranked children's hospital, and I should have because I know it's a magnificent institution, but congratulations on all that you're doing and that the institution is doing as well. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks so much Scott. Thanks for including me. I love the podcast. So it's a it's a real privilege to get to be part of it.